This is Biz. I'm a stay-at-home mom with a baby boy and a daughter who's a full-blown kid. And I'm Teresa, a part-time working mom with two little boys. This is a show about life after giving life. Don't listen with your kids, because there will be swears. This is One Bad Mother. This week on One Bad Mother, we're in a rut. Plus, Biz reports that Katie Bell brings home worse things from school than the flu, Teresa hosts morning meltdowns with mom, and we talk with Canadian jazz artist Jill Barber. Woo! Just have not been that inspired with the woos recently. I mean, I think, you know, we show up, (laughs) we give it our best shot. Put our pants on one leg at a time. Produce the way it's. We know it's the only reason people come to the show. Yeah. I think it's the most beloved element of the show, as as seen in our iTunes uh, uh, mm-hmm. reviews. Certainly, the most remarked upon. Yes, people really love the room. It really just it just seals your commitment to the show, Teresa. Woo! How are you? Um, well, let me illustrate how I am with a little with, <laughs> with a little woo? story. With the woo? Uh, I think we already did that. Okay. Um, <laughs> uh, so last night, Jesse and I were in bed, and just Ooh. I know, just so so hot and heavy. Um, no, we were just kind of like you know chatting quietly right. as we were dozing off to sleep. Having an intimate moment As that I'm sure do. he expected me to report about the next day on my <laughs> podcast. Um, and he said something, like, probably, like, mildly jokingly, but, like, it's probably, it's probably, it's probably about time for us to have another kid. And I just went, wrong. <laughs> I would have just kicked him physically out of the bed. <laughs> really funny because I was like I was basically falling asleep and he said that and it wasn't even it was a it was a totally totally like in the moment natural response that I didn't even have to think about it was just wrong (laughs) (laughs) and it reminded me of um one of my mom's sisters growing up who has a bunch of kids, but, like, at one point when she had, like, three kids or something, her I remember my my uncle, um, her husband, saying to her, like, oh, like, let's have another one, let's have another one, kind of just, like, bugging her around the right. house, you know, like, poking her. Yeah. And she, she would go, it's broken. <laughs> She'd go, sorry, it's broken. Broken, all gone. No more. I like the. I, I, my favorite part of the story so far is that like once somebody has more than like three kids, yeah. it just becomes a bunch of a kids. A bunch of kids. They just become group like a herd sure. of some kind, like, yeah. a, like a bunch. Yeah. I guess that's what you call like a herd of children would be yeah. a bunch. Yep. A gaggle yeah. of kids. Just like a whole a whole, crew. A mess. A yeah, mess, mess of, of kids. kids. <laughs> that's yeah. awesome. Yeah. How are like, you? I'm fine. Um, so I realized the other, you know, I have. Katie Bell lives with us, so I spend a lot of time with her. <laughs> okay. Uh, those of you who are just joining us for the very first time today, <laughs> woo, welcome. Welcome. Uh, the Katie Bell's five. Yeah. Kindergarten. And, and kindergarten. And, you know, we've talked about it on the show, and it's one of these things. It's almost as, like, cliche as when you go, you move to New York, and you're like, I can't believe this happens. And people mm-hmm. are like, welcome to New York. Yeah, oh, That's not helpful. Yeah. Uh, and you send your kid to preschool or daycare for the first time. And you're like, 
oh, you know, little so-and-so came home sick. And everybody's like, welcome yeah. to preschool. It's yeah. just a Petri dish. Yeah. Your kid's just going to get fucking sick every week. <laughs> this horrible thing. Well, I think what people underreport <laughs> is that kindergarten is less about bringing home illness mm-hmm. and more about bringing home horrible behavior. <laughs> just horrible behavior. And, it, and and I don't even mean like rude behavior. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I just mean super obnoxious behavior. Eating rocks. S- s- eating rocks. <laughs> like even eating rocks. Sometimes I mean like she's t- <laughs> she's turning into such a weirdo. <laughs> which like shouldn't surprise anyone yeah. given uh, Well, that weird compared to what? I, I mean, know. she well, is exactly. your daughter. She's my child and she's Stephanie's child and she's five and I'm yeah. pretty sure that every child acts yeah. like a total spazoid. But you know, it's one of those things that as an adult you like separate yourself from that memory of that until you see it in your house yeah. and it's just like ah, 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 ah. <laughs> um, this, is, this is the dance called the chop spin kick dance and you're just like that is the, literally the craziest thing yeah. I've ever seen and not even close to dancing yeah. but you're like wow that's great and then she's just like I'm going off to my like she's kind of a robot and sometimes she's just like eh makes oh these God. noises and like kind of comes at you like a crazy person and I'm just like I was just I just have to assume that she's picking it up from other children Probably. Probably. It's and probably not, not coming from deep from within deep her. From deep within her. There are moments where I'm like, is she channeling Gilda Radner? Like, uh-huh. she's just in her room, like, throwing herself on the bed and just, like, running around, like, running into the door. Like, that character that Gilda Radner used to do. Like, a little girl in the brownie mm-hmm. outfit. Like a total spaz. Anyway, so that's my report for all of you pre-kindergarten uh, people out there. Welcome. I mean, there's also other stuff that's like, you know, but we can all go back to the show where I was like, I'm really worried she's not going to pick up all the stuff that you're supposed yeah. to pick up. She did. She's doing fine. <laughs> we got a lot of like, a lot of fart jokes, fart and, jokes and like silly songs. Mm-hmm. And I, she's fine. Okay. Pressure's off on mom. Oh, good. I don't have to. I can erase my Pinterest board on <laughs> there's a, <laughs> cooling out my kid with dirty there's, jokes. There's something weird about the kids, like, Growing out of the baby phase yeah. and becoming little kids, like like Simon. <laughs> I mean, obviously Simon's he's only three. He's he's a lot younger than Katie yeah. Bell, but already you know at three they sort of hold themselves like a person. Yeah. Like they don't look like a little a little baby yeah. or a little kid anymore. And you know he's he's speaking really well. And there's a there's like an expectation that yeah. comes with that of. Like some level of like maturity, just, I guess. And like, and it's and and it, like with a two year old who's like doing weird somersaults and saying really confusing yeah. things, you're kind of just like, well, yeah, you're just like a little baby, right. whatever. But like, there's something about like a an, a little bit of an older kid yeah. just saying something really strange that or just doing, doing something sh- weird, and it's <laughs> even though you're like, of course, they're they're little kids, they right. do weird things. It's still like it's it's kind of unsettling it is sometimes, unsettling, especially like, if you like have spent all this time with your kid and they seem like fairly controlled yeah. and like focused because they do there's yeah. like, little windows where they're like, I'm listening, I'm talking, right. and I'm focused, and sure. look, I've totally figured out how to do all these things, and yeah. then this just demise of that child it it becomes like that and the rising up of the new (laughs) the awkward the odd Uh, and she's she's fucking doing great but it is just like that is this is it she's exposed to like a yeah really these are just the noises that she makes and you do not get to see the facial expressions that i'm making but anyway um needless to say Mm -hmm. 
My five-year-old is by no means in a rut. Thank goodness five-year-olds cannot get into behavioral or lifestyle ruts. Unlike us as moms Mm -hmm. or dads or probably just adults in general, (laughs) probably just all of us who've abandoned our wild running around, check out my crazy chopping, kicking, hi-yah dance. (laughs) Uh, So why don't we settle in and talk about ruts. Please take a moment to remember, if you're friends of the hosts of One Bad Mother, you should assume that when we talk about other moms, we're talking about you. If you are married to the host of One Bad Mother, we definitely are talking about you. Nothing we say constitutes professional parenting advice. Ms. and Teresa's children are brilliant, lovely, and exceedingly extraordinary. Nothing said on this podcast about them implies otherwise. Teresa. Yeah. Ruts. I think we should just kick off yeah. with a disclaimer that given that 90% of this show talks about the rut that is the existence of parenthood in general, yeah. <laughs> we're not, not going to focus solely on the like overall things that's easy to happen as a parent uh, falling into a rut. Mm-hmm. I am only a mom. I am only a this. I am oh, only yeah. a dad. Like that yeah. kind of rut. Those are the larger sort of questions and and issues that we tackle regularly. Um, Let's talk about very specific ruts because this came to mind for me as a topic. Uh, Ellis has shifted. Uh, Ellis, who is my 11-month-old, almost a year, uh, we've been doing solid foods for a while now. And I was standing in the kitchen one day, and I was just like, I have nothing to feed him. Mm -hmm. I only feed him peas and turkey. Mm-hmm. And that is it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I am in a rut. Mm-hmm. How do I break this? This is some sort of like feed. And I feel like feeding kids mm-hmm. is sort of the first initial rut yep. that's easy to fall into. Do you do you fall into ruts or do you just – is that like a pouch rut? I'm always inspired. Are you? <laughs> do you have like 18 food pages I have. On I Pinterest? have many different fruit pouches. Yeah. <laughs> And it's impossible I can use to fall into a different rut. fruit pouch on any given day, and it's always inspiring. That's <laughs> always. Today it's turkey in a pouch mixed with prunes and quinoa. Yep. Yep. Trim. Trim. Um, no, I of course I fall into ruts. Food ruts, absolutely. Is that what we're starting with? Let's start or? with food ruts. Let's just start with food yeah, ruts because I think there's... I think the big goal today, if we were going to have one, <laughs> that would be identify ruts and possibly. Talk about how we get out of ruts if we ever get out of ruts. Yeah. I I don't know. I think I notice... I think I notice my food ruts a lot when, like, uh, on the day that the babysitter comes so, yeah. we can come to, so we can come to work. Right. And I say, like, okay, so he can have, like, some milk. He can have, like, this pouch or whatever. Right. And then he can have – and then I, like, look in the fridge and I'm just like – Wow, I think I'm gonna say the same thing that yeah. I said to her last week and the week before that and the week before <laughs> that, which is like toast, right. cheese. Yeah. If we have turkey, some turkey. Right. And like, yeah, peas. Yeah. Or and like peas. steam some carrots and chop them up. But it's yeah. it's like any of like six things. Yeah. It's six like things. three of six things. Right. And it's just like I mean, it's there's it's not even like a mom guilt thing. It's, no, it's all like I, perfectly good for the kid. You know, yeah. the kid wants to eat it and it's all like good, fresh food, whatever. Yes. But it's just, 
It's just not anything. Like, why like, can't just, I get more? What and I, I don't do, mean, like, like make a three-course meal. No, right. no, no, yeah, no. But I'm with just, you. It's like, there's no guilt. Just, it's just what am like, I doing? Like, why am I only... just doing this again? Yeah. Like, again. Is this... Pasta? Again? Yeah. Sometimes toast is my big... <gasps> I could do toast. toast. I know. And I'm toast like, is always filling yeah. in the blanks for yeah. me. I'm always just like, okay, toast. Oh, toast. Uh, so, <laughs> which is so dumb. And so then I'll go crazy and I'll go online and be like, what do you feed 11-month-olds? Yeah. Like, just like anybody give me an idea. Yeah. And then I see these things that people have made and I'm like, did you really just put cheese, cream cheese on a cracker? And I'm like, that's pretty good. And I yeah. give it to Ellis and he just takes that, just smears that shit all over the place. Uh, right? Like, I'm like, yeah. that's really adorable, that little cheese on a cracker or yeah. that like pea in a tomato like that's a, that's yeah. amazing but that's just my my second child my first mm-hmm. child probably would have totally eaten that with chopsticks or something <laughs> but like ellis is just like i'm gonna smash this shit yeah i'm gonna smash it i'm gonna throw it on the floor right well, so, so like, that's kind of a different thing because that that sounds like you're in a rut because you like discovered the things that work for him and so you're just sticking to that right so, like, so now but I, after complaining about that okay. i would like to say that i then sometimes get inspired by <laughs> okay. it because i'm like well i don't have to assemble the cucumber that way yeah but i can just do cucumber like so sometimes i'll make like a I, what i find helps is i make a list mm-hmm. and i'm like if i just have these things in the house mm-hmm. then you know i can mix this up Mm-hmm. Every day, like more vegetables, more cheese, more meats, mm-hmm. more like that kind of stuff. And then two days later, I'm right back in the rut. I'm like, oh, where do, where do I give my baby protein if not turkey? Yeah. And then I'm like, oh, eggs. Yeah. And thank God for scrambled I know, eggs. Because you forget. You forget. And then all of a sudden you're like, eggs. And then you do eggs for three days, three in, days a in a row. <laughs> and then you're like, what do I do for protein that's not eggs? That's right. <laughs> We're doing too much eggs. Katie Bell still. Eat salami like every oh, day. Yeah, she salami. I know. When did we start? Because salami, I feel like I can't give to Oscar right now. It just seems too I don't know salty. when we started you know? salami. But Simon eats it like yeah. four times a week yes. or something. Yeah. If Katie Bell was in a rut, it would be a salami a rut. A salami rut. Yeah. Every day she wants that fucking salami. Yeah. But um, yeah, so like that's, but I always like that's one of those ones that always catches me off guard. I'm like, uh-huh. how do I do this every time? You're like yeah. every time I'm stuck yeah. in the food rut. Yeah. And my only, like, solution is try and make a big list to remind myself mm-hmm. uh, that I could pull a grape out and cut it up or I could pull this out and cut it up, you know, that kind of thing. Um, but other than that, that's it. That's I think it. what I do is I just go, well, what do I want to eat? Right. And then I just make what I'm going to eat and I give him some. Yeah. See, but uh, yes. And that do is, you know what I'm saying? No, and, and that's then good. it's just And it's the same thing. He might just, like, mess with it. Yeah. Or he might just eat a little bit. Right. But at least we, like, mixed it up and it gave me some new ideas. Yeah, that's you true. Know? That's true. Yeah. Let's just never feed our babies. Yeah. Good. They don't seem that hungry. No, they're not. <laughs> Good God, certainly not fucking machines. Um, what about, what's another rut for you? Well, I actually, activity rut. Yeah. Like, I have, like, this actually just, this is very fresh for me because, um, like, just the last few days, I've just been going, like, what do I do all day with yeah. Oscar? Like, what are we doing? I mean, between, like, you know, he's learning to walk yeah. and, you know, exploring the house and between, like, because he's still doing two naps a day yeah. and then eating and then, like, dropping off Simon at school, picking him up. And, like, that ends up being our day. Yeah, like, we don't really right. do anything aside from, like, he'll explore the house, you yeah. know? And um, I think we started getting into this, like, just all the same stuff in the same areas. Yeah. And, um, 
it started actually getting like Simon started getting weird about the stuff in the house too. Like um, when he would be at home, he had like had his little areas where he was like yeah. hoarding toys, wow. and, like, but he wasn't really playing with them in those areas. He was just like <laughs> hoarding them and then talking about it a lot and right. like freaking out if Oscar even like looked over in that direction. <laughs> and actually, what I did is yesterday, um, Jesse had taken Simon out for a while and Oscar was asleep, and yeah. I just like got that look in my eye and I moved everything around I just moved shit around I know and it's it actually honestly it worked amazingly like I kind of was like why haven't I why haven't I been doing this because you know you go to like a lot of preschools or like a lot of like kids gymnastics places like they they move stuff around every week. Yeah. And the kids like it. I know. And I know. I, I, the same way, I was, like, pulling. We had so many, like, little baby toys. Yeah. So I was, like, pulling and putting them in boxes and saying, all right, and then next week I'll rotate these out. Yeah. And then it just never happens the next week because, like yeah. you, it's this, like, our day is, wake up, get everybody fed, get, yeah. get out, get, get everybody to school, come home, nap. Yeah. You know, wake up. Get to lunch. Yeah. Next nap. Go yeah. get Katie Bell. We're yeah. all home. It's time to do this. And it's like, you're sitting there going, you know, why isn't he playing with you? Why does he only want to stand up on me? Like, yeah. as opposed to playing with anything. And it, yeah. it, you, you, do, you do need to mix it up. Yeah. I also will find myself being like, I haven't been outside in a long time. Oh, yeah. Like, why am I not just taking my baby out? And I was like, yeah. what did I used to do with Katie Bell? We used to go to the playground. We used to do, like, sing-alongs. But it's very easy, I think. But especially when you're between the, like, just starting to walk, like, yeah. the infant and the walking yeah. uh, phase where you're, like, you are stuck at you home. You get stuck a little you're bit stuck. right there. Because you the park you can do yeah. for, like, maybe 20 minutes. Yeah. But they can't do that much. And you have to be, like, right with them the whole Well, it's time. a lot of work in general. Because I'm now remembering back to, like, when Katie Bell was up in, like, that one to yeah. two phase. Yeah. Where, you know, and I don't mean to sound, like, super jaded about it. But there is something to be said about it. you are trying to get from nap to nap. And meal to meal yeah. and back to sleep. Like, I mean, so your day becomes this weird, like, scheduled thing. And so whatever time is purely focused, awake interaction time, yeah. that's the that's the thing you want to fill. And you it, yeah. you can either fall. I can't fill this time. I You know, this hour feels like it's eight hours, which is nothing to do. Um, and I can remember being like, oh, pull a pan out and let them roll cars down the pan. You oh, know, like yeah, that kind yeah. of thing. And you, But you have to, like, bunk and get creative. And for yeah. as much as, like, people piss on Pinterest and stuff, like, yeah. I'm, you know, I'm not making shit from scratch. And if I do, it looks no. like shit, everybody. Yeah. So uh, yeah. pressure off. Yeah. But I do think it's a good resource for— Just for ideas, For ideas. Right? Yeah. yeah, just for ideas. I mean, I got a whole pile. If someone went and looked at my Pinterest page, they'd be like, you're going to build that for your kids? No. No, I'm not. I am not going to make a string obstacle course through my hallway. Like, I just, it's probably not going to happen. It is very inspiring. Uh-huh. And I like looking at it to yeah. remind me that I need to get out of my rut. Yeah. Right? You're lucky if I'll shove fucking pipe cleaners in a strainer and yeah. put that down for that kid to play with. Uh-huh. But, like, it's, I, I, that, I think that helps. And I think, um, like, calling, like, I can remember, I remember with the food rut calling you and being like, what do you feed Oscar? Yeah. Like, what are you feeding him? Yeah. And you were like, toast. And I was like, toast? Yeah. It's fucking genius. It's fucking toast. And so sometimes it's just great to get out of a rut with friends. Yeah. You call them and you'd be like, yeah. what are you doing with your kids? And you're like, I'm yeah. letting them bang two pots together. <gasps> of course you're yeah. letting your kids pots. bang two pots yeah. together. Why are you Pull out the Tupperware. Oh, yeah, my God. The Tupperware. Right. I have shitloads of Tupperware. I got a fucking box of cookie cutters. I just like I pull those yeah. out and he just trashes the kid like yeah. a whisk. 
Fucking nice. loves a whisk. Um, and that, you know what I did yesterday? I shoved a little ball inside the whisk. Boom! New toy. Rut solved. Rut solved. But that is one that's very, I think, easy to get into yeah. with your kids. Um, what other ruts? What other ruts you got? Well, so the other one, the big one for me is the like self productivity rut. Yeah. yeah, which I was saying to Biz before we went on the air, like <laughs> there's those days where. Yeah. I get Oscar down for his nap and I've been, you know, you're like going around your house with your kids and you're making like mental notes of all the things <laughs> that need to happen. And you're like, oh, I'll do that when he goes down for his nap. Right. Or, oh, the emails and yeah, the, the list. The work me. or the, the housework right. or just something you want to do. <laughs> what? Yeah. Right. Like all of that. You're like, it goes on your kind of like little mental yeah. list of stuff you're going to do as soon as the baby's in bed. Right. Maybe it's take a shower, you know? Right. Eat, eat something. Eat some lunch. Right. Yeah. Whatever. Um, Build a string yeah. obstacle course in your hallway. Make something nice for your children. Rearrange everything in your house to make things Give more inviting Give your husband a them. massage. That's right. You know your list of things. <laughs> um, and then, like, yeah, there's lots of days when, like, you know, baby goes down for his nap or both of them go down for their naps and I'm I'm doing stuff, you right. know? But there's the productivity rut days yeah. where he goes down for his nap and I just, I come out of the room <laughs> and I'm just frozen. Yeah. I'm frozen. And all I can do is sit my ass down and inevitably yes. pick up my phone mm-hmm. and start looking at Facebook. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I look at email too, but I don't really have Answer. it in me to like respond to anything. And I just zone out with my stupid phone that I hate. <laughs> and I hate it. And I just sit there and do it. And I do it for like 50 you're like, I'll minutes. I'll just do like one more. Right. I'm just going to spend one more minute on it. And then I'm going to get up. Yeah. And then and you're waiting for the energy to come because sometimes yeah. you just need a minute to like gather yourself and then you have that energy to get up and do something. Yeah. Sometimes it doesn't. Well, come. you can convince yourself that you're going on and you're ticking some things off by by looking at your phone. Sure. But that's like my there sucker. Where I'm like, I'll check my email yeah. and I will not respond. Right. And just go look at this thing. Yes. And it just, the time yeah. goes, and as the time goes, and you've filled it with something meaningless like yes. that, and you don't even really feel rested, because no. you're not really resting either, that is that is a deep rut. That, and that is <laughs> and like I a, believe my joke was, or depression. Or depression, yeah. <laughs> I think, it, yeah, I mean, it's fine line. You don't want fine that line. happening every single day, I think. Don't look at me. Right? Don't look at okay, me. Okay, I won't look at you. <laughs> um, no, but I think that is a tough one. And sometimes when when I go there, like, I yeah. just, I'm like, well, where would I even start? So, like, the kitchen is a mess. Yeah. I haven't showered. I'm hungry. Right. I have a few calls to make. Like, I, I wanted to, you know, I wanted to, like, sort some laundry and yeah. put on a load of wash. And then you just, like, realize, well, by now, the baby could wake up, like, any time. And you just don't, you're like, what do I mean? Eh, eh. Yeah, that's. I think that's actually almost one of the hardest ones to break. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, there's no Pinterest board for that. No. Like, there's no, like, that. that is one where you joke that it teeters with depression, but... I, and while I don't think it necessarily equals depression, but there there are similar elements of the tired, yeah. the antsy, the not yeah. getting it done, the focus. You know, I mean, I... You know, it's, it, it's the device. I sit there and I sometimes go, if I just threw all my devices away... Yeah. 
would I would I have made a quilt by now? Yeah. Like, what am I? What, what did people do Maybe before I the fight? Did I nap? Would I have taken up drinking and smoking yeah. in like the seventies? Like, yeah. what would I probably? What <laughs> would I have done? That like like what would be altered? Yeah. Without it. And, you know, maybe I would have read a book. Maybe I would have done, you know, just something yeah. different. But then the other side of the, yeah, I yeah, I don't know. That's like a really one where you have to just commit that the moment you're putting the baby down, yeah. you're just not going to walk into the room that has the phone or the yeah, computer. Yeah, you're just not going to pick it up. Like, yeah. And I think, because I think for me, it really comes down to sleep deprivation. Like, yeah, the days that that happens are just the days that I yeah. that I got up way too early yeah. or just was up a lot at night. And I and I just don't, I'm what I am is I'm really tired, yeah. but I've had coffee and it's right. the morning. And so I'm like... I, you know what I mean? Yeah, no. And so I think, like, what I what I usually try to tell myself is, like, if you're going to just sit down and look at your phone, either read or right. actually lay, be horizontal, even if you can't go to sleep. Yeah. Lay down and, like, just, le- just let your mind, like, right. relax for a few minutes. That's fucking hard to do. It but is. It is. That, so how do we get try. out of that rut? I mean, is it just willpower? Do you just have to fucking mom up yeah. and not get on and yeah. save the work for the end? You know, I mean, yeah. I will say that, like, I stole from my mother, her timer idea, where the she just timer. sets a timer and she's like, yeah. you know, this I'm going to spend 15 minutes on the laundry. Mm-hmm. And, but, and when the timer goes, I'm going to walk away. I'm going to spend yeah. 10 minutes on this yeah. desk yeah. of disaster like or 15 minutes on the computer. And that's it. Uh, because when you are tired and you're fried, just trying to do one simple task online can really just oh, totally. become yeah. never ending. Yeah. Um, so maybe it's the timers. Yeah, maybe so it's you like have a, timer? a quiet timer that doesn't. Wake I know, up your right? Baby. That could really backfire. Yeah, I think also like if you haven't showered at that point, yeah. shower before shower. you do anything. Yes. Sometimes that can be a little bit invigorating. You're right. You can kind of get right. moving out of that. That's exactly. But timers are great. Too. Timers are great. Yeah. Otherwise, I think we're just fucked. Yeah. Otherwise, you just have to like fucking willpower just yourself. Work through it. Get through it. <sighs> Ruts. All right. I think we need I think we need to fall into a new rut. I think we need mm-hmm. to create a new genre of rut. Okay. And that is the positive rut. Okay. Let's let's make up a new thing. That sounds fun. Let's just make up something. Yeah. Let's make a positive. That sounds like a big pillowy bed. Doesn't that sound nice? Yeah. With a shot of espresso? Yeah. Yeah. But not the kind that makes you like want to peel the wall, no. uh, the paint off the wall. No. It's more of the like, I feel like invigorated. And like the mood elevating. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> it's, it's called the little red pill rut. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The mommy's little helper rut. No, no, no. I think we should start having an inspiring rut yeah where we're just like we're gonna be inspired we we just go back to our inspired we we stepped away from being inspired and i think maybe we should set up a new way to be inspired and that Uh is the rut breaking inspiration we haven't had a challenge in a long time let's do it this is it okay this is the time to have a challenge okay we need to get on facebook Mm -hmm. and we need to hear how we're all breaking ruts. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. And so, so tell us, how do you break your food ruts? How do you break your, you know, internet ruts, whatever it is, your your uh, productivity ruts, your activity ruts? 
Uh, just, or, you know, or what's your biggest one? Like for me, I would probably put on there eggs. Don't forget about eggs. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, tell us what we not, we shouldn't forget about. Let's yeah. just use our collective resources. Yeah. Moms, dads, non-moms and dads. Sometimes you need to be reminded by people who aren't in the, that particular rut. Yeah. Hey, kids like this, assholes. <laughs> you know, that's fine. Come on and share that with us. I think this is what we're going to do. Great. Let's, we're going to have an inspirational. Let's lift ourselves and Ooh. one another out of the collective <laughs> rut. Rut. What's up? My name is Jasper Red, co-host of The Goose Down, along with the lovely Kimberly Clark, and we want to invite you into the comfort and groove of our podcast that encompasses the arts and entertainment. You can check us out at MaximumFun.org, also available on iTunes. See ya! See ya. See ya. See ya. Hey, you know what it's time for this week's Genius and Fails. This is the part of the show where we share our genius moment of the week, as well as our failures, and feel better about ourselves by hearing yours. You can share some of your own by calling 206-350-9485. That's 206-350-9485. Teresa. Yes. Genius fail time. Wow. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I saw what you did. Oh, my God. I'm paying attention. Wow. You, Mom, are a genius. Oh, my God. That's fucking genius. (laughs) I think I have something that qualifies as a genius moment. (laughs) I'll be the judge of that. Yeah. I'm going to try to spin it that way. Great. Great. All right. I'm going to call this the bottomless fruit leather. It, gr- I'm ready. Sounds good, right? This, this sounds delicious is right. what it sounds like. So I just, I realized I just buy a pile of fruit leathers oh, yeah. every time I'm at the grocery store. Yeah. And I keep them in my purse yeah. and in the diaper bag. And they come up. It's it's so often mm-hmm. that I'm in a pinch. It's a bad situation, <laughs> and I can make everything okay right. with a fucking fruit leather. And this goes like extra far on like trips. Like oh, yeah. anytime you're traveling, anytime you're flying somewhere, you have to get through an airport, oh. whatever. Anytime in the car. I mean, there's. It's just it's fucking amazing how many times I have been saved by fruit leather, especially now that Oscar can eat them too. Like I can't just really hand him a whole one, but I can give him little pieces of it. Nice. And it like gets us through just like waiting rooms and (laughs) I mean. Yeah. No, no. The fruit leathers rock. And they're cheap. Yeah, until they stop liking free leathers. Oh, <laughs> Katie Bell's like, that can't I'm, happen, can I'm it? done. Oh, I was no. like, no, no, eat these free leathers. Take more. How am I going to get you to the car without screaming and acting like an asshole? Uh, well, the good, good work. Thanks. Enjoy, bask in the glory of that fruit leather. I'm going to do it. They're also delicious. Yeah. Um, okay, so we had some friends over 
And they have a girl, Katie Bell's age. They're good friends. And uh, then they've got like a younger one who's like walking and, you know, it's like three mm-hmm. or something. Anyway, we're all hanging out. We're all having some wine, some beer, like hanging mm-hmm. out, having adult cocktails as adults sometimes do. Mm-hmm. And the kids were running around and like they were playing with like buckets of water or whatever. And uh-huh. they just clearly they wanted to go after something. Uh-huh. And I was just like, hey, why don't you go? Do you guys want to wash my car? And they were like, do we? And I was like, oh, we have entered what? the Tom, you know, the, oh my what's, what's this, the Tom Sawyer phase of, oh, painting this fence is so much fun. You yeah. can't paint this fence. It's too much fun for yeah. you. Right? So I'm the, picking up the dog poop. Oh, right. I'm picking up the dog poop. <laughs> That's exactly right. So uh, anyway, they washed our cars. We just kept bringing in new cars Amazing. for them to wash. It was repulsive. Wait, was, you had like a line of cars? Well, because it was our car. And then they did Stefan's car, who I was like, Go wash your father's car. (laughs) He did not want that help. But I was like, go do it. And it was so gross because it's just this bucket of dirty water. It's a drought. So we're not letting them refill the buckets. So it's just disgusting dirt water all over. Like the next morning we come out and it just looks like total shit, which means no difference than how it normally looked. Because again, it's a drought. We're not washing our cars. But it was just like so focused activity. And we just sat. And, like, no one talked to us. Amazing. It was amazing. Occasionally they had they'd a job be like, to do. Yeah, occasionally they were like, come see the car. And I'd come out and be like, oh, is this my car? I can't believe it. Uh, I'll pay you with fruit leather. Yeah. <laughs> That's so genius. Good job. <laughs> Thank you. Our little 14-month-old girl has been puking her guts up in the car. Mm. Uh, she's getting car sick and then falls asleep afterward. But anyway, I was getting all over her clothes and her car seat and being quite disgusting. And um, We had on a registry these stiff baby Bjorn bibs that we'd never used because she didn't like them to eat with. But they kind of curl up at the bottom and we put them on her as kind of a puke catcher. And sure enough, she throws up in the car catches all the puke That's amazing. and we just kind of take it off when we're done with the car ride and her clothes are totally clean. Uh, so I just wanted to share that genius moment. It's made our lives a lot easier. Thank you. That's amazing. That is really amazing. I know those bibs too. Yeah. We have them. Katie Bell, uh, yeah, because she was she never in a car yeah. forever. Like she turned one yeah. and all she did was throw up in cars. I mean, like fill up the whole seat. Like you couldn't yeah. see her legs. Like it was yeah. just like, where did all this puke come from? Yeah. And then like every time until we moved to California and we just had to push through the first like couple of months of California oh. until she stopped throwing up but she threw up like in cars for like two years oh my god and so i just want to throw this out there in addition (sighs) i wish we had thought about the bib yeah um in addition some of the things that can help you just if we're talking about this is uh putting the kid in if you could if there's only one kid Mm -hmm. (laughs) you've got room in the car put the car seat in the middle Mm -hmm. so something about being in the middle and not having their sight blocked by the to passenger the front mm-hmm. seats mm-hmm. helps and they can focus straight out that can help uh, and they can get a vent on them which is mm-hmm. really good mm-hmm. um, lemons and alcohol wipes if you smell lemons or alcohol wipes it can cut nausea uh, and I also just took a towel and cut it up and made that the new liner of the car seat so that at least when she yeah. puked it wasn't like I also cut apart the car seat like thing so I could just pull it out and change it but that's genius that bib thing yeah the bib is genius that is really genius and good luck good luck 
That's tough. It's fucking tough. It sounds tough. horrible. It really is horrible. You're doing a good job. Oh, my God. Failures. Fail. 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 You suck. What do you got? I yelled at Simon mm. first thing in the morning, oh, yeah. yesterday morning, because he, well, he got up and then he, I took him to the potty. It was like really early, like 4.30 or 5, mm-hmm. 4.45, I think. And I just, he didn't really want to go back to bed and I was worried he would wake up Oscar. So right. I just kept him with us in our room, which doesn't happen that much and yeah. it's not a big deal. But he didn't want to go back to sleep, which right. was really very frustrating for right. me because I was very tired. And ultimately, I ended up getting up and putting him with, like, a DVD and headphones, which well, lasted maybe 20 minutes. Yeah. But then he got up and he went. And after I had told him, like, multiple times, just don't go into your room right now because Oscar's still asleep. He yeah. went in mm. and woke up Oscar, and Oscar was, like, screaming. Uh. And it was just, like, that thing where, like, I'd gotten up too early and then getting up and getting back in bed and getting up yeah. and getting back in bed and just never going back to sleep. Yeah. And then, like, kind of, like, the activity level ex- ex- escalating, like, beyond yeah. what I could manage. And I really didn't expect him to go in and wake up Oscar. That was one thing I didn't expect him to do because he's really kind of used to at this right. point that when Oscar's asleep, he doesn't go in there. Yeah. And but he just did. And I just, I just lost flipped. it. Yeah. I flipped out. Yeah. I totally flipped out and I totally yelled at him. And it was not even just that I yelled at him and he's only three and it doesn't feel good to right. like really yell at him. But also it was just so early in the morning, like to start your day with that feeling. Yeah, it's gross. It's just awful. No, I'm with you. I, I did something about the poor second, the first kid when the second yeah. one's there. I, I, you know, Katie Bell walks through right as I'm trying to get like Ellis changed or something. Uh-huh. And he just gets so excited to see her and he'll like flip off the fucking changing oh, table and uh-huh. shit. And I cannot get the day. And I'll just be like, leave this room. Yeah. Like, I just, like, I'm like, oh, yeah. you just want to see your brother. Oh, yeah. your brother just wants to see it. Yeah, yeah, it sucks. It's a bad feeling. Yeah. I'm sorry. You, you Thank suck. you. Yeah, thanks. Um, How about you? So, Make me feel better. Well, so my parents are coming into town, and we have an opportunity to take them and my sister to this place called the Magic Castle, Mm -hmm. which is like magician. It's invitation only, and it's like this super famous place where you have to be a magician to belong. It's it's just a super culty, fun thing in L.A. to do. Yeah, be right at my parents' alley. So we're going to get the tickets. We're going to get to go, get the invite. I'm like, book it, or they want to do it. We book it the whole nine yards. Did I even think about asking my babysitter if she was available? (gasps) I did not. And was she? She is not. Oh, no. Uh, and then is everybody in the world that I asked available? They are not. Mm-hmm. Hey, it was just bad. It was just like such is like that classic, you know, where's my brain? It's just buck, bucked up. My brain is still in bed from 4 o'clock in the morning from a year ago. Uh, anyway, so that just sucked. Okay. Magic. I have four children, 11, 8, 2, and 4 months, and... We're leaving on a trip tomorrow, and I like to have the house completely clean before leaving on a trip, so that when I come home, it's nice to come home to a clean house. And (laughs) so this morning, I get the kids off to school, I get the two-year-old entertained, I get the baby down for a nap, I clean like a maniac. (laughs) Bathroom, kitchen, laundry, all of it, and what I don't notice is that there's a container of lollipops 
within reach of the two-year-old from last weekend's Memorial Day Parade. And he has opened about a dozen of them, licked them all, and stuck them to the couch. Oh! So, that's <laughs> not so much. Okay, thanks. Bye. Well, that's that's hilarious. It's actually a very funny fail. Sorry. Sorry that that's what you get to leave. That's so I'm funny. Like, that's fucking hilarious. That's hilarious. Sad, but hilarious. Yeah. You suck. You suck, Mom. Why do you even have lollipops in your house with children? They don't like lollipops. You're a horrible mother. You are the greatest mom I've ever known. I love you. I love you. When I have a problem, I call you on the phone. Teresa? Yes. Let's call our mom. Great. Today, we are calling one of Canada's most notable artists, singer-songwriter Jill Barbara, whose sixth album is out now called Fool's Gold, which is an amazing blend of Motown, traditional country, and jazz influences is pretty much everything that I enjoy. (laughs) And uh, to top it off is a new mom. Welcome, Jill. Thank you so much for having me on the program. This is this is uh, fun. This is really fun. Well, we are very excited to have you. Let's just kick things off with our favorite question that we love to ask everyone, which is, who lives in your house? Uh, we are a household of three, my husband, my baby, and me. <laughs> um, yeah, we... Uh, yeah, um, my husband is Grant, and uh, our 15-month-old son is named Joshua. Ooh, 15 months, so new. Still has the new smell, I bet. <laughs> <laughs> he has some smells happening. <laughs> uh, but he, uh, yeah, he, uh, he, I don't know, it's funny that you, I just held an actual new baby, yeah. and oh. it made me realize that maybe he's not even a baby anymore, he's, he's He's walking, he's toddling, so he's a toddler now, actually. Yeah. I uh, but it's all about perspective, right? Whether he's new or not, and yeah. Right. No, I, yeah, it's, I, I can remember uh, somebody handing me a newborn after my first daughter was, you know, I guess over a year. And I just thought I was going to accident, like, throw that baby over my, you know, like somebody put something yeah. really light in your hands and you're yeah. expecting heavy and you're yeah. just, <laughs> just yeah. going to go over my shoulder. Yeah. I'm going to drop That's it. Right. It's such a strange <laughs> feeling. It's such a strange feeling. Well, um, I guess I'm just going to start off with how are you? How are you, 15 months? How are you doing? Um, uh, great. You know, I'm, we're, we are doing great. We're great. Um, you're catching me. I'm on the road right now. I'm on tour. Uh-huh. And so I have a show tonight. My mom is on this tour with us looking after my son. He he comes on the road with me always. He I did I played my first gig when he was six weeks old. So wow. he travels with me. And I either have a tour nanny on the road with me, um, or in this case, it's really nice that the, the Cheap labor um, yeah. is my mom. <laughs> Free labor. Who am I kidding? Free labor. Um, and uh, so, yeah, we're on tour right now. It's, the tour is going really well. Joshua's having a great time because he doesn't, he, I don't actually, he doesn't know that I'm moonlighting as a as a singer-songwriter. He, he thinks we're on a national playground, right. library, and sure. museum yeah. tour right now. So. That's awesome. That's amazing. He's That's having awesome. a good time. They uh, yeah. well here's the, okay well this actually leads me to like one of my first uh, 
real sort of legitimate questions for you. <laughs> and that is that, um, you know, I think that there is there are a lot of misconceptions in general about every person who is a parent out there. It doesn't matter if you're working full time, if you're stay at home, if you're, you're whatever it is. People love to uh, to pretend like they know what your life is like. But I, I wonder sometimes as an artist, I feel like. For artists in particular, there is a misconception that, like, you somehow have it easier and that somehow you have more flexibility and it's, like, totally easy to be a parent because, I mean, you're doing what you love. You're just you're just being creative, right? You're just singing. You're just writing right. a song. Yeah. But somehow creativity doesn't take the work or need the brain focus uh, and the attention that, say, you know, a traditional nine-to-five job uh, would take and that... It's just super right. easy as a. As you can a, probably just do it while your son is like with you all yeah, the time. I'm just like, like singing to him. So like, yeah. I, I gotta assume that that is incredibly off. But like, tell us what? How is it like? What is it like? What's the balance for you? Uh, you know, I was just having a conversation with um, an, another working mom yesterday. Uh, a mom who's a teacher, so she goes into work, you know, for eight hours a day, right. and her son is in daycare, and um, uh she was asking me a similar question. What's it like? And uh, for me, it's great in a lot of ways. It's, it's kind of a double-edged sword. It's great in that um, I can work and I can still spend the entire day with him. Um, so I don't. He doesn't go to daycare. I can be with him all day long and still work at night because most of my well, I mean, my performances are, you know. I'm on the night shift when I'm when I'm out on the road touring right. and performing, so that's great. But on the other on the other hand, it's kind of as if I'm doing as if I, it's as if I'm doing two full time jobs right. because um, you know I am working as a mom. Well, not working. You know, I'm being a mom all day long and with him all day long, and then I'm working at night. And you can hear him, I think, in the background. Maybe <laughs> <laughs> he's singing a little. Um, but I but it's it's really, I suppose that that is a big advantage, um, being able to um, have him with me, you know, wherever I go, wherever I go for work. Um, as long as I have lots of help, it's possible. Right. Um, and we, I think it, it's uh, a universal so that's for everybody, almost. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's like yeah. the yeah. universal takeaway. Anything is possible with if help. We help. Yeah. yeah, if you have help. That's right. That's right. You need help. And um, in terms of being creative, that's, that's a lot trickier. Yeah. Um, I, you know, um, you talk about like chasing the muse, uh, well, I don't have time to chase the muse because I'm chasing my child, you know? (laughs) So there's no, like, I'm not, I'm never suddenly struck with inspiration and can take three or four hours and, you know, write a song because, you know, you know how it is. Like I'm, I'm I'm with him. Right. Yeah, exactly. So, um, I've had to change a little bit the way that I work creatively. Um, and uh, I guess that's a double-edged sword, too. On one hand, it's good because with more limited time, I have to be more economic with how I use it. I have to kind of, like, I can't stop to check Facebook, right. you know, during a nap if I want to get anything done. <laughs> um, but, uh, 
Which is never, it's never good to check Facebook when you're trying to be creative. But uh, <laughs> we were just, just we're so you know, talking that, about that. we were talking earlier about like ruts that you get into as a mom, and one of them being the productivity rut. And like you get you, you put the baby down for the nap, and you walk out, and you're like, "Great, I'm just gonna check Facebook real quick," and then I'm, and it's like 45 minutes later, and your baby's waking up, and you've done nothing, and it's just like the exactly. worst feeling. It's, it's just, that's the way it works. Yep, that's the way it works. Um, yeah, so. I can't remember what your question was. About, but creativity. <laughs> you had you had said that you know you have to be more economical, uh, yeah. In terms of your time. Yeah, I, I think it's funny. Sometimes I hear myself uh, tell other people, "Yeah, you know, yeah, it's great. He's on the road with me. I'm touring. I'm still working. It's awesome. He's a great baby." And I and I, sometimes I have to stop myself and. Because I really, I do keep hearing myself say it, say it out loud, um, like it's easy, it's it's happening, I'm doing it, um, and I don't. For, I think for some reason my inclination is to, or maybe I just forget the really hard parts. Like I, instant, mm-hmm. my brain instantly blocks it out. But it actually, when I really, really think about it and really break it down, it actually is very, very challenging. Um, and there are a lot of hard moments and exas. There's a lot of exasperation, but. Um, Yet I just find myself. I think I'm. Kind, I think I'm partly trying to convince myself. Oh no, it's so easy. You know, <laughs> I, I'm doing it. I'm out on the road. I'm working. I'm a mom, and it's great. But um, and I, I, yeah, I think that sometimes I deceive even myself about how easy it is. Um, and it's not intentional. I think it's just something I need to say. You know, to believe it. No, I think that's a fair point. I think we all fall into that trap of. Oh, what's it like with the new baby? Or what's it like having two? What's it like having three? What's it like going back to work? What's it like, you know, whatever it is, it's very, I think we're almost programmed to say it's great. It's great. Mm -hmm. It's totally working just Mm -hmm. fine. Um, And and it's a little harder to say, oh, you know what? I'm having a really hard time. And, I'm, you know, even though it's all working, I'm still operating on four hours of sleep. Or, you know, I'm not eating as well as I should. Or, yeah, like whatever it is. Or, you know, I... I'm not spending the time that I want or I feel like I am or I'm spending too much time. I'm not, I'm not paying attention to my needs versus my baby's needs. Like, I think it's just a tricky balance. And, but you're right. I mean, I think we tend to say it uh, as a way to sometimes convince ourselves, uh, sort of maybe convince is the wrong word. Maybe it's more like motivate mm-hmm. <laughs> ourselves yeah. Yeah. by saying it. It's but, like we're, we're creating the um – uh, the illusion, the, <laughs> the narrative. Yes, yeah. you know we're creating the narrative and hoping that maybe it actually life actually follows the narrative that we're creating. <laughs> totally. you know? totally. Spot on. Um, well, you know, Chris and I were talking before the show, and there is there are a number of articles that are always floating around about you know sort of the the persona of mom and that once you become a mom, it sort of negates any other aspect of your life and you become only sort of known as like mom starts to define you more than whatever you were before uh, you were a mom. And I was wondering as an, um, you know, with given your work and that you are touring and that you're very active with your work, do you have a, have you come upon that a lot? Do you feel that like people are now starting to, uh, sort of focus on you as a new mom who's an artist and a singer or do you have to really fight to be seen as a artist or do you have no problem having the two worlds collide for you uh from a persona standpoint that's such a good question um i know that in the years and months leading up to deciding to 
start a family, I can tell you my biggest fear was um, what it would mean for my career and what it would mean for my life because I had always um, really identified who I was. It was very uh, tied up with what I do. I'm a singer. I'm a performer. Mm -hmm. And um, I knew that things would inevitably change somewhat when I had a child, but I resisted that. I really knew when I became a mom that I wanted to keep working. Um, and uh, so I was afraid that that, that that would happen, that I would just become a mom and I wouldn't really recognize um, I wouldn't really recognize what I had become, you know, right. um, if I couldn't keep uh, singing and performing. And um, so that's why I think uh, I made it a big priority to, to get back working like really soon after he was born. Yeah. And I remember that first gig that I played, I thought I would feel like a mom up on stage. <laughs> I, you know what I mean? And I yeah. was worried how that might feel because, um, uh, you know, it just wasn't, didn't seem sexy to me, you know, well, to be like the mom. Right, right. No. Yeah, like I was, yeah, like I, I just, I don't know. Um, but I, something kind of remarkable happened. And, and I also worried I would be up on stage thinking about my baby. Right. Um, and uh, what happened when I actually stepped, you know, got dressed up, stepped out on stage, started playing music is I didn't think about my baby and I didn't feel like a, quote, mom. I was just me. And I didn't feel any different than I than I felt performing before I had a child. So maybe I started to believe that I was totally changed and, like, had this new title once I became a mother. But in fact, in reality, um, it's it's. I hear mom say this. It's another dimension of who I am, but it's not, it's not, doesn't solely, no, it doesn't solely define me. And, and I think that, I think that so that's reflected in the way I am a mother in my parenting and in the way that I lead my life, which is that mom is one of the things I am, but it's not, not like I'm a mom who does all these things. It's like I am. I do all these things, and one of them is that I'm a mom. You right. know, right on. That's so. I, I don't know. That is very subtle, spot on. Just, I, that is that is excellent. As excellently excellently said, and it is incredibly inspiring. Yeah. I tell you, the way the, the the my I could stop the whole thing right at. I got on stage and I didn't think about. Yeah. being a mom for a second you yeah. know i didn't think about it and, and you didn't feel bad yeah. about it you felt great about it yeah. like i just good i did good yeah. for you yeah. good job yeah. good awesome. job that's amazing that's amazing um and all that said being able to separate <laughs> yourself from motherhood how has the baby influenced your work <laughs> 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 so, good, but in all fairness, um, has has he like well, at all? I mean, are you like? I mean, I know that there's a book, a, a baby book. I assume okay, you that maybe is, post yeah. the baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, well, yeah. Because if you listen to my latest <laughs> record, I, yes. I mean, I I had this other fear that people thought, oh, this is this is her record that she's released after becoming right. a mom. It's mm -hmm. probably like an album of lullabies. <laughs> like, yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Jewel did. 
<laughs> you know? Yeah. Uh, and and so I I I also think that, that that was in the back of my mind too, like that I wanted I actually made the the least lullaby right. sounding record of <laughs> my right. career. I think it actually has a bit of you know, like I think it's got some real I think it's my most sort of um confident and bold sort of record um to date. So I feel like and, and none of the songs are about being a mom or being pregnant. They're you would never know. The content but what's interesting is but what's interesting so the content of the songs has nothing to do with motherhood, like not even a trace. Um none of them. Uh it's not what I felt like writing about actually. Uh but when I listen to the songs I'm instantly transported back to um, those those um, early months of mm. of, of motherhood because I actually recorded the record with him in my arms half the time. Nice. So for me, the record totally, um, and I know, will forever be the record that when I want to go back to the time when I had a newborn baby boy, my first, I can listen to that record and it will instantly transport me back to that to that time and place. And I think that'll be a wonderful time machine to have because for me, my son is all over that record in terms of just the energy, his energy or the place that I was in, the headspace that I was in as a new kind of foggy headed mom. Um, but nobody else, I don't think would really hear that unless you have some kind of heightened, uh, <laughs> or intuition. I don't know. Um, but, Yes, you mentioned I do. So another dimension uh, of what I do is I, I have a couple of children's books out. And um, for me, as a songwriter, writing children's books is a lot like writing a song in that you have to say a lot with just a little. Mm. I have really enjoyed um, expressing myself that way, really thinking about kids in my writing and really also thinking about also being a parent and knowing what you know, what works, um, for children's literature. So that part is definitely influenced by my, by me being a mom. Um, and so it, it comes out, but in different ways. It's totally fair that babies are going to influence and being a mom, all that we are influenced by that all the time on different levels. And I think it's, I think like you said, and what's so refreshing to hear is that it really, how, how are you going to use that? Is it, you know, is it going to define you entirely or is it going to be just a part of who you are? And I just, you, you are currently doing an amazing job of balancing that. So good job. Thank you very much. Thanks. I I really appreciate that. And there's some, there's a little trick that I have used that um, I don't know if any of your listeners have used otherwise, but uh, it works for me and I'd love to share it with you if you don't mind. I like to think of myself as a superhero. That's <laughs> oh, pretty good. It 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 allows me to switch gears so that huh. um like I can just be the um I I can just be the regular person mom uh that I am you know um and then but when I really want to I like I can I can switch into my superhero uh person and that's what that's the person that I need to get in like I need to get into when I step out on stage you know because. It's it's like it it does need to be like trying to switch a little bit or totally yeah. switching over or switching gears. Um, superhero sounds egotistical, and I don't mean it that way. I just mean like 
it allows to have to have these two yeah to have these two personas it allows me to help think about rather than being everything all at once right yeah um i can be just regular and just be just doing a good enough job right. <laughs> you know um most of the time but then if i really need to i can switch over into the superhero part where i'm like really killing it and it's a different thing altogether so anyway i, I that's that helps me no, I love um, it. I like it. We enjoy Approach tips. Like. Yeah. We, we, we will never turn down a tip. No. Really, really <laughs> That's like great. It. That's yeah. really excellent. Well, Jill, thank you so much for joining us. We're going to link everybody up to your website as well as to the album Fool's Gold and to the to some of your children's books and just so people can get to know you for those who don't, but I know many already do. And we want to thank you so much for joining us. This was really great and very inspiring. And um, we, I think Teresa and I both needed a, a fresh perspective. Yeah, a, And you really brought it and we appreciate it. Thank you so much and have a wonderful rest of the tour. Yeah, good luck. Thank you so much. Thank Bye-bye. you. Bye. Bye-bye. I will give you one last kiss For something sweet to miss You didn't know just what you had Till what you had was gone By the time you realize And you don't know what to do If you ever wonder what went wrong Darling, it was you Hey everybody, I'm Emily. And I'm Lisa. We co-host Baby Geniuses every other Monday on Maximum Fun. We interview comedians, musicians, cartoonists, circus clowns, and experts in the field of... Vacations, the afterlife, pool, recipes, self-improvement, fashion, candy, beach boys, girls, turtles, clock twists, women dating, fitness, presidents, hair removal, conflict resolution, Santa, meditation, babies, modern dinosaurs, bullying, crop circles, the Beatles, middle-aged men, experts, teens, life hacking, rhyming, baby talk, personal organization, the name Dexter, Frasier, extreme eating, groceries, being a best friend, movement, jam, art education, America's Funniest Home Videos, stockbroking, spooky stories, genealogy, riddles, Pinterest, IT, magic, revenge, mothering, dogs, ayahuasca, Hollywood legends, street racing, fitting in, celebrity sex, the occult, personal training, the ocean, Dennis the Menace, modern poetry, sugar gliders, Jimmy Buffett, Franks, The Tonight Show with Gun, Johnny Carson, Mountain Dew, Theme Park Safety, dinner, bu- dinner parties, butterflies, raccoons, pasta shapes, and Bob Dylan. Join us every other Monday! Yay! Man, I yeah. really in- could envision her walking on stage that first time at six yeah. weeks. Remember me at six weeks in this booth, hysterically crying? Uh, only a little. <laughs> I remember I think a it's little listen- bit about that. I believe it's the listener's favorite episode. <laughs> Um, but like just being able to switch that yeah. gear and to be totally committed yeah. and okay with it. And just saying like, I want this. Yeah, I want so this. So I'm going to go do this. I'm fucking entitled to this. Yeah. Ah, it's such a yeah. good takeaway. Yeah. Ugh. Ugh. But it's so like, and it's also so different from like, I, I have to do this. Yes. I need to get back into it right away. Yeah. It's like, no, I, I. This is what I want. I want I'm, this. So I'm going to make it happen. We need you know? to just change our wording up. We do. As just everything. I want this. You know what I want right now? I want to like hear. a big hot chocolate? Uh, or no. No. Piece of pie? <laughs> yes, a big piece of cherry pie. Um, I want to hear a mom have a breakdown. Oh, me too. <laughs> <laughs> um, I... I'm super exhausted. My <laughs> husband has been in France this week for business in beautiful Nice, enjoying the Mediterranean uh, and working, I'm sure. Um, but I have been at home, and our 11 and a half month old son, 
who has never been sick in his entire life, has a double ear infection oh. and also is getting his second tooth. So he is miserable. And currently, I am miserable and haven't slept in about two days. Um, Thanks for listening. Bye. That oh, sucks. that sucks. Of course we're listening. That sucks. We're totally listening, and that really fucking sucks. That re- I gotta tell you, is, are any of us able to ever, like, leave the other person home and not <laughs> not just be like, enjoy your fucking France? I know. And, and here's the thing. Yeah, I think it's totally fair. Yeah. I think it's totally fair yeah. to do that. And, like, that sucks. Double ear infection plus a tooth. Yeah. You're not sleeping. No. That is hard. That you're probably it, really tired. You're really tired. Yeah, and uh, just and and you're, you like, get such an, in there. To... There's such an emotional like wrench up as well when your yeah. child's sick. Oh, so not yeah. only are you exhausted, really but you're so torn because you've probably yeah. been training yourself to like yeah. not go in every five minutes or do this or do that or you know like and suddenly it's all up in the air. And it's like really taxing yeah. to like adjust your normal I am stay like just right. stay on target. Yeah. I'm not going to go in there or I'm going to make him yeah. sleep or I'm, I'm not like, gonna oh, do sick. I have to just respond or I just yeah. have to have him with me all the time. And you're just like it's just like it's yeah. just an opportunity for you to go back and bring all those questions you thought you yeah. had resolved yeah. back into your head. So hang in there mom. You're doing a good job. Really? You really are. And I hope your husband brought you back something lovely from the Mediterranean. Yeah, like a nanny. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, you are on fire today, Teresa. All right. Let's wrap up. Some interesting things, interesting takeaways today. Um, we mentioned, well, let's, I think all this is going to tie together a little bit. I'm trying to tie this together without a whole lot of points today. Okay. See how, we'll all see right. how I do. <laughs> we mentioned with our guest, Jill, that you know, a lot of these articles are going around again. Uh, not again. Every week there's a new article by somebody who needs to enlighten us uh, as to some problem with motherhood, mm-hmm. whether it's the image of motherhood or the... It, it's always the image of motherhood. Yeah. It's just a matter of who's got the image this time and mm-hmm. who's messing it up. And... Um, and while I think a lot of them are valid and a lot of them do have something important, clearly it needs to be said over and over again because there's still a need that needs to be met. You know, the day that being a mom, in yet. Yeah, yeah, the day that like the moment you have a kid, you haven't become this weird other. Yeah, you know, where it defines you totally all as one. Um, then maybe we won't have those articles anymore. But Teresa and I were kind of talking beforehand, and I think there's sort of. Jill actually, I thought, addressed this really well, and I think this plays into our ruts conversation at the beginning, and I think it plays into this perspective of who we are as moms. And and I think it's really something that we have to adjust ourselves individually. The articles are great. The larger discussion is great. But I think we need it just needs to come back down to us a little bit and how we define ourselves. And again, it's saying I want to be doing x y or z not i need to i need an extra hour of sleep i should i should have time to go and do this thing i like yeah. or have extra time for work or have this or blah, mm-hmm. blah these things that aren't related to our kids it should be i want and i will yeah i want and i will and mm-hmm. i deserve and it's okay mm-hmm. okay also this pressure of the like 
I'm supposed to be doing all these things. I'm supposed to be doing all this, like, Pinterest-inspired, amazing. We should all be having play dates where we're, you know, doing manicured activities with our children all together as opposed to fucking hanging out and having coffee and hoping our kids don't cut their fingers off with scissors. Who's making you do that? Stop doing that. If you don't want to do that, don't do it. If you do, come over to my house and do it. Yeah. If you don't, come over to my house and do that, too. Like, it's fine. Like, you set your own... You're setting up your own expectations. Yep. All right. You're we're able to cut it off for ourselves. You don't have to go and do all of these. Spe- I'm not gonna build that damn rope, juggle gym, scab whatever I said it was. It's not a scavenger hunt. What is it? Obstacle course. course. I don't even have a hallway, people. I'm not gonna do it. I'm not gonna fucking tape shit on my painted walls. Have it ripped off. Probably gonna give my kid a shovel and send him outside. It's fine, <laughs> all right. Like you, no one's making you do it. No, so we all need. It's changing the narrative, as she said, mm-hmm. a little bit. It's defining our own narrative. Well, people, can I just say? Yes, people please. are making us do it. Like I don't think I think it, yes, I think okay. it's important to acknowledge that like there, it's not just ourselves putting pressure on ourselves. Right. There is a thing going around that is it's like expecting too much of us yes. all the time and expecting maybe the wrong things sometimes of us. Right. But I do but yeah, your point I I think is just so right on, which is just don't fucking do it. Just don't, don't do it. Don't perpetuate it. Don't yeah. don't help it along. Well, that's right. And no, just no thank you yeah. when you feel the pressure. No and remember, yeah. this isn't about telling if you come upon somebody who loves this shit. Yeah. No, say, that's great. That's great. Yeah. There was there, she had said that she was talking with uh, the school t- the mom who was a school teacher and mm-hmm. she said, What's it like? Yeah. What's and it I like? feel like we do this, we ask yeah. this question of each other all the time. Oh, are you working full time? What's it like? Yeah. Are you staying at home? What's it like? Yeah. Are you an artist? What's whatever it is, what's yeah. it like? It, with or without kids, again, it feels like a loaded question. It yeah. feels like it really is this like, oh, what's it like? For How, you? Is it? How is it? It must be so yeah. easy. It must be so great. <laughs> Isn't it just wonderful? Yeah. My life sucks. Perhaps, perhaps somebody really wants to know what it's like because maybe by hearing you talk about how you do your day, it will inspire them to get out of whatever rut they are in. When I heard her say, I'm going to go back to it a million times. Mm -hmm. I walked on stage and I didn't think about my child Mm -hmm. and I didn't think about being a mom. I thought about I'm doing this thing that I want to do and I love. And I just thought that is so inspiring and yeah. i'm going to take that home and apply it i don't feel like yeah. how dare you go and enjoy doing your yeah. singing yeah. or how dare you have you know like a help on the road like what yeah. good yeah that's great so let's go out and ask each other i go out and ask each other what it's like sure and yeah. ask it with the most genuine of intent and assume that that is how it's being asked of you yeah. let's Cut it out, and maybe and maybe somebody just wants to talk too. Yeah, that's I a know. thing. Like maybe it, we just thing. maybe we just want to like share experiences. That's people did this before the internet. They shared verbally and it's with each other. called having a chat. What? There's an I in front of that, right? No, there's no I in chat, people. Oh God, help me! All right. Well, I thought Jill was great. Yeah. I am really looking forward to our rut challenge on Facebook. Yep. Uh, tell us what kind of ruts you're in. Tell us how you get out of your ruts. Whatever whatever rut insights you want to give us. Yep. We're here to bask in it and steal from it and be inspired from it. Teresa, you are doing an amazing job. Thank you. So are you, Biz. Thank you very much. We will talk to you guys next week. Bye. Bye. <laughs> 
I got to low down mama blues. I got to low down mama blues. Got to low down mama blues. Low down mama blues. Got to low down mama blues. Got to low down mama blues. You know that's right. We'd like to thank Max Bunn, Lindsay Pavlos, our engineer, our husbands, Stefan Lawrence and Jesse Thorne, our perfect children who provide us with inspiration to say all these horrible things, and of course, you, our listeners. To find out more about the songs you heard on today's podcast and more about the show, please go to MaximumFun.org. One Bad Mother is a member of the Maximum Fun family of podcasts. To support the show, visit MaximumFun.org and click on Donate. Do you have a genius or fail moment you'd like to share on the show? Then leave us a message at 206 206- 350-9485. Full-on rage-induced rants are also welcome. Well, Daddy, baby, buzzer Maximumfun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist-owned. Listener-supported.